0: Hello, and welcome to Passing for Normal, where what we consider to be normal is changing every day. I'm your host, Sharon Weil, and during this time of coronavirus uncertainty, sheltering in place, and social isolation, I'm bringing you a special series of helpful insights and practices from body-focused practitioners in order to keep you healthy, protected, and calm beyond hand sanitizer and enough T.P. My guest today is intuitive astrologer, healer and psychic medium, Rachel Lang. We're going to be talking about how to strengthen your trust and self-trust in these uncertain times by strengthening your intuition, including offering an exercise that you can do in your own home. So welcome, Rachel.
1: Thanks for having me, Sharon. I'm so excited about our conversation today.
0: Me too. And if ever there were a time (laughs) when uh, we, we need help not just in seeing what's ahead, but perhaps even creating a new vision of how we can look at these times. Um, it's
1: now. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's that's a theme that I'm hearing so much in my client practice is, is, is people really not wanting to go back to life as it was. Mm. Like, seeing that there's an opportunity to start a new chapter, to do things differently in their lives. Um you know uh, i think that this time when we're all pulled inward in our homes it's it's allowing us to shift our priorities and and really come to value our creative our creative projects our families our spaces things that we might have put on the back burner trying to achieve and trying to 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 do all the things that that the busy things that um that we were prioritizing before this all happened.
0: Yeah. And yet um, I know that there's a lot of uh, fear, personal fear mm-hmm. and collective fear, whether people are afraid, uh, you know, for their health, whether they're afraid mm-hmm. uh, for their finances, whether they're afraid of societal collapse, you know, whatever it is, yeah. there's a lot of fear stirring.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and this is one thing I'm, I mean, I'm definitely hearing, uh, uh, I'm hearing this up for so many people. And, and in the midst of this, you know, I kind of think that sometimes fear can be a virus too, mm-hmm. that it's contagious. And the, the, the one thing that dissolves fear is love. And, you know, we come, we can come to love through self-care, through self-nurturing, uh, through relationships through finding ways to connect with one another, to build community, to create solutions together to to address some of the of the real problems that were that we're seeing um, because of the coronavirus. So I think that's the opportunity that we have.
0: Yeah. And so what I wanted to talk to you about specifically today is about developing or strengthening our intuition as and distinguishing that from our fear you know the the voice within us that has a a strong sense of knowing the voice within us that knows that whatever our circumstances are right now we will get through this so um let's begin what is our mm-hmm. intuition and where does it reside yeah
1: the intuition is uh, the the inner knowing that we have Uh, that keeps us safe, that keeps uh, keeps us protected, that helps us judge what's in our best and highest good or what's not. Um, It's anchored in our bodies and in our physical awareness of ourselves. The intuition is what connects our heart and our soul, and often the mind isn't really involved a whole lot in the intuition. Except that the mind helps us to understand what to do with the information once we get those intuitive messages. So to begin the process of of deepening your intuition, it has to do with returning to the body, uh, finding your own uh, your own inner yes and your own inner no and and really anchoring your your awareness in the core of your body, listening to it deepening that that communication well that's
0: so interesting because i feel like people often think of intuition as etheric as if it's out there somewhere it's existing someplace outside of us not within our body but you're saying that it it, that we know it we receive it in body sensation
1: absolutely it's a misconception um you know we've been taught there has been this um this separation between body and spirit, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, I don't want to get too much into the history of how this happened, but it's it's you know this is it's, it's a misconception that's developed over centuries throughout throughout pa- this patriarchal model and and power structure that we've been living in, and um, and so the more we are disconnected from our bodies, and the more we seek information outside of ourselves, the the less we're really in tune with our own inner knowing. You can receive messages and information and like psychic impressions and spirit communications and things like that. Those those types of awarenesses, those types of information do tend to happen in your auric field or outside of, in that etheric realm that you were talking about, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but it's a, different, it's, a different, um, it's a different awareness than your intuition. The intuition is connected to the subconscious side of yourself, the emotional realm. And that's all based in sensation, and it's based in the physical body.
0: And um, my teacher, Emily Conrad, the founder of Continuum, as well as scientist Jim Oshman, um, talk about the intuition as being located in the connective tissue of the body which is considered to be an organ of intelligence. Ah. And so that it really, that the intuition really is part of our uh, physical structure accessed Mm. through the body.
1: That, you know, that, that makes so much sense. And actually even on an astrological level, it makes sense because when you think about, um, about the planets that relate to your, your, your intuition, uh, those are the moon and Neptune. And the moon and Neptune in the body rule the fluids of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so there's a real connection between water being a conductor of energy, being uh, sort of the, the storehouse of our emotions and of our inner knowing, that nonverbal uh, knowing that we have. And, um, and, uh, and, 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 some, and so the more we can tap into that, uh, that side of ourselves, and learn how to read those signals that we're receiving, the, the better we can use our intuition to make decisions in our lives. Yeah. So you have said that
0: uh, intuition will never escalate your heart rate. It won't right. register as anxiety. So, so in terms of being able to distinguish between you know my feelings of fear and my feelings of what the intuition
1: is, Talk more about that. Sure, sure. So into it, so we all have that experience of the being awake at night and you can't sleep because you just know something's wrong and your mind is going like a you know like a chatterbox uh, and 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 you're in a, like an anxiety spiral and it's escalating into a bad place. Um, you know, Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, right? I do know. Have, I've, have I've experienced
0: there? a few of those episodes in the last few weeks myself. Yeah.
1: I think we all have, Sharon. <laughs> um, so that is not your intuition. That is your mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the intuition—I like to think of it. It sounds like a whisper. It's very gentle. It comes as a knowing, uh, and 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 it might tell you something that, um, after you think about it, sparks fear. But intuition itself because it is a knowing, there's a deep sense of trust that you're going to make it through and that everything's going to be okay. So what happens a lot of times is our intuition tells us something like, hey, I'm going to lose my job, or my partner is having an extramarital affair, something, something along those lines, something that, that, that isn't going to be favorable or isn't going to be something that, an experience that we would consciously welcome. And then what happens is the mind gets involved and it tries to solve the problem. Um, well, uh, you know, I need to go check my partner's email. So I know, I know what's happening. I need to, to find out what's going on. Our mind wants the story. And that's where the, the head and the intuition separate. And often we lose, we can lose a sense of, of uh, our intuition when we start to go into that escalation of fear. Um, and so the most important thing is that when you get that intuitive hit, of uh, something's going to happen. You're, you're usually right, but you don't necessarily know the whole story. Mm-hmm. And often that story has to unfold organically in order for your soul to really get the lessons that it needs to, to learn from the experience that you're moving through. So I always encourage people to find ways to calm down the nervous system one of the easiest ways to do that is to go into um, an alpha brain state. And there are lots of ways that you can do that, and we'll talk about a few of those um, through meditation, through listening to certain music, um, to, to lower your brain state so that you're out of that, of that um, take care of it, fix it, figure out the solution, problem-solving mode. Um, often when we go back to the intuition and we go back and we still ourselves, then uh, that's, we're, making, we're able to make decisions from a place of wisdom and from a place of, of deep connection with ourselves and our souls instead of making fear-based decisions or, or acting um, erratically.
0: And so then in terms of being able to, one, learn to listen, to hear your intuition or to then trust the message that's coming, and then perhaps put it into action. What
1: is that pathway? The pathway starts with building (laughs) relationships. The more you sit in that space of quiet and that space of stillness, when your intuition the voice of your intuition can rise up to the surface really gracefully really gradually really quietly because that's how it that's how it comes um the more you can build a relationship with your in with yourself in that way and your body too uh the more you can start to to the more that intuition and your body will speak to you and uh and give you messages um so for example it, you know, I think for, for people, it can be difficult to know how to start that, how to start that relationship. Um, and so one, one thing that I, I, uh, I like to use as a, as a starting point, um, and this is something that I, when I first started developing my psychic awareness, and I start, first started uh, my own spiritual development training, the most important question that, um, that I get asked, is a yes or no question, and this, is, this happens to me in sessions, but this, if you can know your inner no and know your inner yes, then you can pretty much answer any question at all <laughs> happening in your life. And so what you want to do, can, is it okay if we lead people through an exercise, Sharon?
0: Beautiful. Please do.
1: Okay. All right. So I call this one the body pendulum and um and it's basically using your body uh if you have you ever heard that saying uh i'm leaning toward this or i'm leaning uh, leaning away from this sure sure um yeah yeah it's, it's, it's like we find that that we are we're using intuitive language without even realizing that's what we're doing when your body when you, when something is in resonance with you or you're aligned to something you will actually your physical body will lean toward it and if you think about it, when you're in a conversation that's really exciting or you're, you're, you're really connected to that person, you might find that you're actually like you're leaned in toward one another. And then when there's something that kind of repulses you or someone who, who is like a little, coming on a little bit too strong, you might lean away. Your body is always uh, and your intuition are always leading you and, and working with your, your intuition is always working with your body. So one thing I like to teach my students and this is how I first started uh, started developing my own gifts was um uh asking yourself a set of yes or no questions. So we'll try this right now. Um and uh and the first way you start, first of all you want to be kind of comfortable. And I like to do this standing to start out with. Uh but you can sit if if you're not able to stand or if you're If you're driving right now listening to this, you know. Yeah, good idea not to stand. (laughs) Don't stand if you're driving. (laughs) Um, And what you want to do is you kind of want to activate your thymus gland. Your thymus gland is that little spot in your chest um, underneath your collarbone. Uh, There are two really sensitive little spots there, and you can kind of feel around and. And um and, and when you get to those little sensitive spots, you're you're gonna know it, you'll feel it. And and you wanna tap on that just a couple of times just to kind of awaken that So this is above your area. sternum.
0: This is above your sternum, yes. right below your collarbones.
1: Um, right below your collarbone, okay. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That little flat part of your chest. Mm-hmm. So you wanna tap that a couple times and just it just tells your your thymus glands, it tells your, your glandular system and tells your your body. Okay, let's wake up. We've got some questions to answer. And then I, I like to stand with my hands over over my chest or over my over that area, just to anchor myself in my body and um, and really feel centered and feel grounded. And from that place I like to just pretend like there's is a big cord going through my, the soles of my feet down into the earth. So I see myself just being connected to the earth, being grounded in this present moment. And then you want to ask a set of really simple yes or no questions. And so we're going to start with one and I'm going to lead you through the process. Um, And and when you and, and, and you'll notice that your body moves forward for yes or backward for no so we'll start with one right now the sky is purple and at this moment you should feel you you want you want to turn off your mind disengage your mind You don't want to think, well, no, it's blue. You want to turn off your mind, and you want to just, it's not about the answer so much as it is building awareness of what's happening in your body. And so you might notice that at first your body doesn't move any way at all. It just stands still. Take a few deep breaths and just really allow your body to move in the direction of yes or in the direction of no, and pay attention to what sensations are happening in your body, you might feel a little tightness in your stomach. You might feel a little openness in your chest. Um, and so, and soon after a, a series of these, you will start to become familiar with what your body, what your body does physically, what sensations it sends you for yes, and what sensations it sends you for no. So that when you're in the grocery store. And you're asking, is it in my best and highest good to eat um, these potato chips? <laughs> if, your body, if your body moves forward, then you know it's yes. If your body moves backwards, then you know it's no. Or if you ask more complicated questions like, um, am I, uh, is my sense that I need to protect my finances 100% true? And then you'll have that body awareness. When you build that up over time, you'll have that body awareness to be able to listen, to to use your body as a tool to access your intuition. Does does that make sense, Sharon?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I know that, um, you know, during the past few weeks uh, when I uh, got scared about, you know, when so many rapid changes were happening and Lock, this city was locking down and that city was locking down and I was becoming afraid. And I could do this exercise and ask myself, am I safe now? Mm, mm. Am I actually safe now? And the answer would come yes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so this exercise helped me to distinguish between my fear or like you say, the story that my mind was telling me. Versus what actually, either what actually was or what I actually knew at a deeper level to be true.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, because your intuition, your intuition knows the bigger picture of your soul's story. So your intuition knows if you are going through, if, if you are, if you are going through a challenging circumstance, Your intuition knows that on the other side of this, there's a gift, there's an opportunity, there's a new path, there's a new chapter. So your intuition doesn't need to feel fear. It can feel, it it feels more like a knowing, it feels more like truth. It feels more like, yes, this is happening. Um, and it doesn't feel like that, that mental chatter that we can often get into when we go through anxiety or when we go through fear.
0: Right, because sometimes you know fear causes us to um, go into fight or flight, meaning wanting to
1: mm-hmm.
0: run or be uh, powered. Right? Sometimes right. it makes us freeze, where yeah. there is no movement, where we're trying to become as small as possible and uh, and disappear. Those animals that you know freeze when uh, faced with danger, and so. When we're in that freeze because of, of fear, the intuition, listening to the intuition can help us find new movement, right?
1: Right. Absolutely. Because when we're in that freeze place, we're disassociated from our body. Mm-hmm. So the, and, and then we're out of the present moment. And when we come back into the present moment, we come back in and anchor ourselves in our bodies then we can actually make decisions and determine the best ways to move.
0: So let's talk a little bit about, okay, so, so, so this is a way that I can listen to my intuition or hear the message of my intuition, but then taking it into action, like mm-hmm. trusting that message enough to actually take action on
1: it, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. That's, that's where we want to continue to build the relationship. Um, because then what you'll, then what you want to do. And, and I think that this is going to be very different if you're in a, an actual physical, if you're in a situation where you're in actual physical harm or physical danger, then I think, um, then I think we act instinctually. And so then I think we're, you know, in many ways, like our bodies are wired to help us move through those circumstances. So I think the kind of anxiety. I think what, I wanted to just separate too. The kind of fear and the kind of anxiety we're talking about right now is that which is not grounded in an immediate, uh, dangerous or 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 um, or uh, violent situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you Do you know what I'm saying? It, sure. It's like about-
0: it's like what happened to me when I went into the grocery store and saw empty shelves, and it yes. it, it it created a fear in me that. Um, I wasn't actually in danger of not having food. Maybe I would have been in danger of not having toilet paper for the moment, but mm-hmm. but the ripple of of where I took it or where it could go and therefore where it could go. So that's a situation where I'm still not in immediate danger, but am sort of frozen by what I'm thinking could happen next.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, and so, uh, and so, having building that relationship with your body, um, listening to the messages that it's giving, can help you in those in those circumstances. Um, that that can actually help you to to make decisions, take action on the um, on the other side of an intuitive uh, hit or an intuitive uh, information. So, keeping keep on asking yourself those yes or no questions. And, and obviously, at, at the point where action is required or at the point where you have decisions to make, you want to find a way to merge your mind and your intuition. Um, you know, these are both resources that, that want to work in tandem and that when they do, it's beautiful and you're making wise, empowered decisions. And so one of the things that, that your mind can do is really get focused. Um, get focused on the questions. So some of those questions that come up when we're in anxiety, oh, my God, what am I going to do if I don't have toilet paper? Or what am I going to do if I get sick? Well, write those down. Take the fear out of it. Those are really informative questions. And if you can disengage from the fear and center yourself in a very solid, um, uh, relaxed space, then your intuition can help you to navigate those decisions. Well, if I get sick, then I'll, I'll get, you know, these immune boosting supplements, I'll get these tests. I will, you can make a plan of action um, that comes from a very balanced place rather than from that fear place um, where, like you said, you're in fight, flight, or freeze. You can't make wise decisions from that, from that place. um, When when we're talking about this kind of anxiety or this kind of fear.
0: Right, and so if I get an intuition that I may get sick or I'm going to get sick, then (laughs) I could start doing things to prevent, to boost my immunity, for instance.
1: Absolutely, Mm -hmm. yeah. And often, I mean, in my psychic work, um, one one of the things that I learned really early on is that when you see a message for someone, about an illness or an accident or something that, um, that might instill some fear, that rather than talking about the problem itself, you talk about prevention, about things that, that, that um, so when you get your, those, that you, that you find ways to use this as a, use any information that you're getting, any message, in, any intuitive hit, that you use it as an opportunity to prepare yourself. Uh, and not as an as an opportunity to go into a, a spiral of fear or anxiety. Because then you lose your power. and really working with your intuition, having that sense of inner knowing that that is based on uh, on your awareness that is it's a gift and it's it's, uh, it's 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 ultimately going to help you to live a more conscious and more uh, and and a conscious more conscious life and also make wiser decisions
0: right and as you're saying, the more you practice um, not only listening to uh, the information that you receive from your intuition but putting it into play and seeing mm-hmm. that the outcome was was appropriate or was helpful or was good, the more you might be inclined to uh to take action on these on your intuition even more
1: absolutely yes and i think it's important for everyone to know uh that that your own in inner knowing your own inner voice is going to present itself differently to you than anyone else so mm-hmm. while i feel yes uh like what i feel an inner yes as a sort of a lifting up of my chest and I feel a no as sort of like a sinking down in my body you might feel it as a twitch in your ear or as uh, 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 just like your hand tightens up uh, so really you know I think one of the opportunities we have right now given the astrology of this year given everything that's going on is that we're becoming our own gurus we're becoming our own masters and awakening to all this potential that we have to to resource this knowledge that's inherently within us. And so this is a great opportunity for you, for anyone, to build your intuition. And so learning your own yes and learning your own no and building a relationship with your body as a messenger is the number one way to get to that path.
0: So beautifully so beautifully said. And I think that's a really um, good way to close. Um, yes. Yeah. And, uh, but before we do, uh, can you please tell people how they can uh, find you and uh, study with you, learn more from you, work with you?
1: Absolutely. Um, my, well, my website is rachellangastrologer.com. It's uh, R-A-C-H-E-L-L-A-N-G, and I do offer classes. I teach a spiritual and psychic development class um, a couple times a year, and I teach astrology classes, and I also host uh, monthly new moon gatherings uh, online and in person when we're able to, to gather in person again. <laughs> um, uh, so, and they're, they're, it's a great way to connect with other people. To I, I do it all for charity, so I... I collect donations. Um, it's my way of giving back.
0: Yes, and also um, you work with people individually.
1: Yes, I do offer client uh, one-on-one client sessions as well.
0: Mm-hmm. In astrology and in uh, healing,
1: uh-huh. and uh, psychic mediumship. Yes, mm-hmm. I kind of combine all three in my sessions. Um, but but it's, I mean astrology is the main hat I wear but i am I'm, I'm i'm always approaching my readings from a uh, from an intuitive uh, and uh, a psychic place. Yeah,
0: you are so uh gifted and so generous in how thank you, you um, how you meet people, how you help people um, truly so wonderful.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you.
0: So thank you Rachel. Um I'm going to put what you um what you're outlining here into play even more. And uh, I love what you say about this time. We are really, while we can't access a lot of other people directly and Mm -hmm. um, we really are being asked to look to ourselves to be a stronger resource um, and a stronger authority for our own lives that, that what you're saying is, is absolutely uh, perfect guidance.
1: Mm, Great. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, it's the astrology of 2020 that's what it's all about and, and actually even moving into the Aquarian age which 2020 um, features a, the astrology of 2020 features a lot of signatures that, that point us in that direction
0: beautiful, well thank you so much
1: yeah, thank you thank you for, uh, for this conversation it's been great
0: this has been Passing for Normal Conversations About Change if you like our podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. It helps our audience to grow. To find out more about author Sharon Weil, go to SharonWileAuthor.com. You can also find out more about the Changeability books and about all the guests featured in this podcast at that website. Large or small, go out today and make a brave change. Dare to bring new ideas forward. Our world needs you right now.